just having fun with it. Thank you for. I just wanted to say the fact that I'm talking to you right now means that you actually that you're listening right now. So shout out you, shout out you. Do your dance. Welcome to episode 24 of the Informed Recluse Podcast. I am your host, Marte, a.k.a. Iggy, a.k.a. Andretti, a.k.a. Andretti Spaghetti, a.k.a. Igloo, a.k.a. Igmac, a.k.a. Coco Poppy, Papa Bear, whatever other nicknames you have for me, because there are so many, and I do appreciate them all. Gee, I've been thinking about this question for a couple weeks, and I've been asking a lot of my peers And I just really want to just talk about this coming right out of the gate. How many times have you engaged in sexual activity to the point of climax over the entirety of your existence up until this point? Like not how many bodies you got, not how many penises you sucked, how many clitorises you've licked, how many buttocks you've eaten, but how many times have you engaged in fornication with another person, not with yourself? Masturbation does not count to the point of climax. Like, just think about that. That's a crazy number. So in talking to numerous people and kind of getting the gist of it, we've kind of, so me, I skew the numbers, my lifestyle and the person that I am, I skew the numbers way up, right? And there are some other people that I've talked to in relationships that skew the numbers way down. Like they really don't be fucking and I really be fucking and like I got homies that really be fucking and I got coworkers who be fucking, but I got coworkers who don't be fucking. And I got family members who don't really be fucking, but I got family members who really be fucking. So we tried to find the middle ground over the course of, well, I myself tried to find a middle ground in the courses in the course of all of these conversations with all of with all of these different people that were willing to open up their sexual history to me, which, in reality, like sex talking about sex isn't as taboo as people think. On another note, because I guess maybe just it comes about how you present it. Like, I'm not a pervy person. Like, I really be genuinely wanting to know shit. Like, so when I present a question to you, like, you like, it sounds funny. But then you look at me like the second time and you like, oh, he's dead serious. And it's like, okay, I'll shoot the shits with this guy. But in any case. So. I tried to come up with a, me, a middle ground. So someone of my caliber, right? And I don't, want, I don't mean it to sound egotistical. I'm just telling you first point, first person point of view. Like I'm like fucking like legitimately like 70% of the year. Like if whatever 70% of 365 days is, like I'm fucking right like <laughs> like I like sex like that's that's how I'm coming so let's do the math so 255 and a half days so let's let's round down 255 times out of 365 I'm fucking like period right so you divide that by the weeks and the year 
So that's about five times a week, right? Okay, so you multiply that by the weeks in a month. And it's about 20 times a month, okay? So 20 out of 30 days or 20 out of 31, depending on the month, I'm fucking. So what I did was I rounded that number down to 11 because I figure like a standard handsome or a standard good-looking woman is engaging at least one-third out of the month in sexual activity to the point of climax. Now, for women... Okay, for women, I want to say this. I want to caveat it because I know that men are not out here getting y'all off every time. Unless you're fucking with me. (laughs) So we're going to say to the point of completion, right, instead of climax. Because if we doing that, then women have sex like 11 times in their life. (laughs) Now, granted, when I started, I wasn't having sex this often, obviously, right? We were kids, like we were 16. But if you round the number to 11, I think that that's fair, right? So 11 times a month, right? So 11 times 12 is 132. That's 132 times a year. We're averaging out for a human being to have intercourse to the point of completion or climax, right? So times the amount of years in which you've been sexually active, right? So for me, I'm 28 now, so 12 years. So I've had sex no less than 1,584 times. And I know my number is way above that, but that's the average number for a person that has been engaged in sexual activity for 12 years. That's the number we're going with. That's the math we're coming up with, right? And I really want y'all to like ponder this because like it's a crazy, crazy question. Granted, but it's a question like these are questions that need answers. Like, think about how many times you've enjoyed another human being. Like, think about how many times you've literally been inserted to or inserted yourself into another human being for the sake of pleasure. Like, there are very few people, like, generally speaking, like, how many billions or trillions of people are there on Earth? There are very few of us who like really like scheduled like sex for anything other than pleasure. Like probably a minuscule fraction of the eligible people on earth have scheduled sex strictly for the purpose of reproducing on that scheduled visit to that place that is climax very few of us have done that me never ever (laughs) obviously i don't have kids so we really be out here fucking like a lot like hella fucking like a lot and i think that that's really dope like and we should embrace that like not that we aren't but we should embrace it more like sex is very powerful and sex is universal like 
sex could fuck around and break racism. Like if niggas like not not like rape, like cause niggas been out here getting raped like since they came over across the Atlantic, put us on the ships, threw us off the ships. But it's like if we really want to talk about it, sex really been busting and it's really the bridge to all things human nature when you really think about it. Everything that we do is to get to that point with the significant other or the person we deem attractive. Am I right? Of course I am. And you know it. So y'all keep keep at it. Keep fucking. Let's get these numbers up. But be safe. And pay attention, bro. Like, only have kids when you're ready. Don't catch no diseases because you're never ready for that. Unless you just about that lifestyle. But still, like, don't do that. <laughs> y'all nasty. But yeah, man, keep fucking. Because it's a great equalizer. Like, you having a bad day, fuck. You just quit your job, lost your job, fuck. You want to have a little fun, fuck. Celebration, fuck. Stressed out, fuck. Can't afford therapy, fuck. Don't feel like exercising, fuck. Just have, just keep having sex. Sex is awesome. Sex is awesome. And it's a great icebreaker. Unless it's like super trash. Because then it's just a great icebreaker for you and your friends in the group chat. <laughs> oh, man. Trash Nucky is the worst Nucky. It is. Like, I can't vouch for trash penis because that's not my forte or something that I'm interested in. So I can't say which of the two is worse. But I'm going to go with Trash Nucky. So, oh, man. We ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna put them. We ain't gonna put them type of vibes out on this podcast. But just know that it's really, really bad. And I'm not somebody that can finish in some trash. Nothing like you gotta go, or I gotta go if I'm on the road. And I hate, I hate being on the road. I hate being on the road. Home bed advantage is the best. You know your beds. You know your spots. You know where you want it. How to hit it when you in that position. You know what I mean? Like, home bed advantage is the best. Being on the road is trash. But, yeah. Sex is awesome. Keep having it. We out here. Doing what it do. Making it do. And doing the do. All while doing it. And that's the most important thing. Is that everybody. Not everybody. But most all of us are really out here fucking. And we're fucking a lot. So think about your number. Like, don't think about the average that I put out. Like, think about the number personal to you. And don't lie to yourself because that's ridiculous, right? Like, be true to yourself and think about the t- how many times, roughly, you've been out here busting nuts or getting nuts busted on you. Because we live in a fascinating time right now. And everybody fucking, and that's the gist of that. So, yeah. Share your number with me. You can do it discreetly. Theinformrecluse at gmail.com. Text me if you have my number. And just just ponder it for a couple days. And kind of let me know where you think you at. And we'll do a whole synopsis on how you need to get that number up. <laughs> No, but for real, no funny shit because I'm really about, like, 
I enjoy the chase, right? Like we talked about this before. Well, I've talked about this before on this platform. Like I thoroughly enjoy the chase. So for me, like I guess it's it is a game, but it's not. But it is because it's people feelings involved. But still, like it's a game for the both of us. Like. The harder you make it, the more enjoyable I will find it, and the more more enjoyable it'll be for you because if you turn the dial all the way up to make the inevitable end goal further away from the point of contact, then we're gonna have a lot more fun because I'm going to have to do a lot more things that I traditionally wouldn't have done in order to accomplish said goal. Which, of course, is making you climax at the time in which I climax or before, which is super dope in itself. But still, getting to that point, I enjoy that part, like making that shit hard. And that, and like I'm, lear- I'm learning more and more about myself. Like I'm not really the one that's going to chase it for something I don't really feel like is going to be super dope like let me explain like while i approve of everybody out here getting a row off and getting their numbers up like i'm super super liberal when it comes to that do your thing whatever makes you happy but just don't do it when you're involved with me (laughs) does that make sense of course it makes sense because most of us want that right like that's just the human nature in us but for me it's like okay gee if i'm chasing you like if i'm really entrenched in this chase and i'm really enjoying myself and you are too like bruh don't be out here giving that pussy to nobody else like that's just flagrant like and for me like if i think that you are then the chase will cease immediately because I'm cool, bro. Like, I'm not finna be doing all of this courting just to turn around and somebody else get to enjoy the spoils of my labor. You feel me? Like, I'm good on that. So, like, I had a situation where I was messing with this one shorty. So, we hadn't, like, talked in close to a decade or so or whatever. And you feel me like I'm hella courting, hella courting. So we finally get to the point like, yo, all right, this day, finna link up. Finna, you feel me? Get that, get get one of those 20 times off this month. You feel me? But then she canceled on me, right? So I'm like, like I had to take a deep breath. Like, bro, do I really want to like further entrench my feet into this chase? Like, do I really want to go muck racking for this pussy? Or do I just want to leave it alone? And I just decided, like, I'm cool, like, because from what we discussed, if you really felt that way and you were really as riled up and as needy as you seem to be, then somebody fucked, like, and it wasn't me. So from that point, I was just like, I'm cool. Like, that's not a chase that I need to be involved in any further. Like, I need something that's like I know like at the end of it is mine like 
Cause once I get it, like it's mine. Period. Like, and that's how and that's how I'm coming. But like I said, if you giving it up to Jim, Harry, and Tom, like, fuck, am I chasing you for? Then is it's you feel me? It's spoiled fruit. It's a buffet at that point. I don't even like old country buffet. I don't like Golden Corral. I don't like none of that shit. Chinese buffet number thirty three. None of that shit. I'm cool. <laughs> so if everybody got silverware and a plate. Then ain't no point in me grabbing that too. I could just slide down the, you feel me, Harold's and get my own little six piece. So for me, that's what it is. It's like some shit don't really be worth it. Or some people just really lame. Like, bitches be really like so simple. Like, and that can be a good thing for some people, but I'm a complicated, layered, complex person. So I need a complicated, layered, complex person to kind of bounce off of me. Like, bitches who just be simple-minded and got simple answers and want to know simple questions. Like, there are, there's no real layers to you. Like, that's kind of lame to me. And then bitches who be overzealous and, like, too hyped up. Like, always abrasive and so at you. Like, I don't like that either. Like, it's a fine line between it. And all of that shit is kind of a turnoff for the chase in which I enjoy. So for me, like, personally speaking, I can't chase anything. And I got homies who will chase anything just to chase it and, and, and really be about it. And that's cool. Like, I fuck with them, too. I love them. They my brothers. They family. But that's what separates the dogs from the wolves. You feel me? Like... <laughs> I'm not a dog, baby. I'm a wolf. Like, I, I, I don't go out hunting easy prey for... I'm not a stray dog. You feel me? I'm. This is a lifestyle. I've learned to do this. I've learned when to turn around. You feel me? I've learned when to stop running in the snow when I got to get back to the pack. And we'll call it a day. We'll get another caribou. You feel me? I'm cool. So, yeah, man. It's just all a matter of fun. And it's all a matter of really living and kind of figuring out what it is that best suits you and how you going to get that end goal, which which is really what we're living for, for like trying to get to mon monetary status. Granted, you doing it for your legacy and for your children and all of that, but you can't have none of that if you ain't got no wife and a beautiful wife at that, a wonderful wife. So you doing all of that to find somebody to share it with and then ultimately pass it on to people after you've shared it enough with this person and then it's time for you to die and reincarnate. <laughs> but you can't do none of that without getting that pussy or without getting that penis. That's just the facts of the matter. That's just the facts of the matter. So I say all of this to say, keep having sex because sex is lit. And keep making people work for your time and for your sex because sex is a transactional thing. Whether we want to admit it or not, it's very transactional, but it's fun. But it is fun. And it ain't really no refunds on it either, so 
keep your receipts all you want, but I still beat. <laughs> oh man! All right, we've been talking about sex for twenty minutes. Let's let's move on to the next topic. Okay, so I'm kind of upset because I saw a Pokemon card first generation set go for multi-million dollars and I'm sick bro if anybody know me we used to go to FAO rest in peace FAO Schwartz man we used to go to FAO Schwartz right across from where I'm working right now actually I'm at the office recording this I can look out my window and see where FAO Schwartz used to be right there um, where Top Man is now Damn, that's crazy. FAO Schwartz and Bo- remember Borders, bro? Borders bookstore used to go crazy. They had the best. I guess it's nostalgic, but I cause I wouldn't know because I ain't really buying bookmarks like that right now. But Borders had the best book. They had a whole aisle, like how Walgreens got the card aisle. They had a whole aisle, like or the whole little you know what I'm talking about, like where the cards at in Walgreens, like they had the whole display. Full of just none but bookmarks, bro. Them bookmarks used to go crazy. Shout out to Borders. Rest in peace, man. Y'all really got Borders out of here. <laughs> Y'all niggas don't read shit. Y'all ass be pump faking. Y'all got Borders out of here, bro. But in any case, like, I used to go to FAO Schwartz, and we used me, Lil Troy, rest in peace, Shaky, and Kyle, oh, man, I'm gonna call Kyle one day. We got he he got to tell the story from his point of view. But we used to go steal book um not bookmarks. <laughs> That's a wild thing to steal. We used to go steal Pokemon cards faithfully from Fao Schwartz, bro. And like stupid collecting, but bro, I had so many holographics, all kind of shit. And them bitches just sold for multi... They selling for multi-million dollars now. And it's just like, I missed out. Like, because I remember after we had got caught in fourth grade, like, I discarded of all my Pokemon cards because I felt like, man, I got in trouble. Like, this wasn't even worth it. Like, all of these cards, fuck this. I'm done with this life. Like, and I, like, switched over. I did, like, a hard pivot from Pokemon cards to, like, wrestling men. And that was super, like, stupid dumb, bro. I should have just kept on with the Pokemon cards, like, because, like I just said, them bitches just sold for multi-millions of dollars. So, what was the point? I don't even know what half those wrestling men I did with them, bro. Like, I did use now, I ain't going to sit here and find, like, I ain't get, like, I ain't get shit bracken with the Titan Tron. You scan the foot. If you smell what the rock or the music come on, oh, man, that shit used to go crazy, but... Like I always say, as a dumb man always tells a wise, or a wise man always tells the dumber version of himself. If I knew now what I knew then, or if I knew then what I knew now, I'm an idiot. <laughs> if, I knew, if I knew then what I know now, I would be so much better off. Excuse me. Oh, man. But yeah, like, people, you think they hoarders, bro, but they they just outsmarting us. They just really outsmarting us. They living their best life, and we're the ones out here getting rid of everything, trying to live minimalist and clean and sleek. 
and modern. And really, we just getting finessed out of our trash. And people making multi-million dollars off the holographic Togepi that I had. Especially the holographic Charizard. Oh my God. I'm, man, one day we, we gonna really get into that because I had to beat a nigga up at Hudson Playground on Hudson and Sedgwick behind A62 because he tried to steal my holographic Charizard in the park. Bro, I had to dust his ass off. Good times, man. But yeah, like, I'm salty just because I know how avid I was about, like, collecting those things, bro. Like, and then we got caught and I discarded of it all. Like, I'm already caught, bro. It's not like the evidence is gonna, like, pile up against me. Like, I'm, I've, I'm caught. Like, it's over. Like, I got out the jam. We got banned from FAO Schwartz. I got a whipping with an extension cord. And it was over. I could have just hang, hung on to all of the cards. But what did I do? All in my feelings. Crying like a little baby. Want to throw the cards away. Acting like that's going to change my life, change my fortune. It, well, it changed my fortune, all right. Because now I'm millions of dollars less wealthy than I could have been had I just saved them. Put them in a little Ziploc bag. Put them in a box. That's all I had to do. But you want to be a little baby cry. Damn you, fourth grade Marte. Why I oughta. <laughs> Why I oughta. Oh, man. Y'all play too much. But, yeah. So, keep your, like, if you got any collectibles, just keep them, bro. Like, real life. Just keep them. Put them in a Ziploc bag. Save, put them in a box. Save them for a rainy day. Because everything is worth something to somebody. Everything, bro. Everything. Including a lifetime pass for Olive Garden. Speaking of value. So, Olive Garden is apparently selling $5,400 lifetime all-you-can-eat passes. And I'm just trying to understand. First of all, who the fuck want to eat Olive Garden for the rest of the day? <laughs> like, Olive Garden super trash. I've eaten that like four times in my life, and three out of the four times I was with my mom. My, my mom, for some reason, loves Olive Garden, and I will never understand it, ever. I just can't fathom the thought of going to Olive Garden and sitting and thoroughly enjoying the experience. But they keep coming up with these promotions. They keep doing it. Like, they really out here living. Like, remember they had the unlimited all-you-can-eat pass for like a month? Just last year. And now they got the $400 lifetime pass for 50 people. Now, I'm knowing as an investor, somebody's going to take it and then flip it. like, Or take it and like loan it out. I'm sure they're, they're going to try to put some restrictions on it. But you can finesse everything. There's a loophole to everything. Like That's the beauty of capitalism. It's the frustrating thing about it, but it's also the beauty about it. And somebody's going to figure it out. And I would, but it's just like, I, I don't want to be associated. Like, my mama, I'm forced to. It's my mom. I, I came out of her uterus. Like, we like we stuck together, bro. But I don't want to be associated willingly with anybody else on planet Earth who goes to Olive Garden and enjoys it to the point where 
an ultimate lifetime pass would make them so joyous. Like, I don't want to be associated with those. Like, I hate those people already. I'm sure, like, 37 of them are Caucasian, middle-aged women from Alabama that are obese, and their husband works at some dying plant. You feel me? Like, I'm sure that's going to be 37 of the passes. They've saved up enough for that because they cash in savings on the fucking welfare and out there hating niggers. <laughs> but I love my Caucasians um, in the South. So if y'all listening, I don't mean no offense. I'm just telling you what I know. But yeah, it's just like, bro. No, like if I had to pick a re- like realistically, I know Papa Doe would never do this. But if Papa Doe ever did this, yes. Like, have a, like, bro, I'll pay 14 for the Papa Doe. If Papa Doe dropped 50 of them, like, I'm in line. How do these clowns be in line for them shoes? Like, I'm in line for that. Crack a dime with a tent, all of that for the Papa Doe lifetime pass. But realistically, like, if one chain were to do it, and I know, like, I'm paying 400 like, right off the bat, easy, you ain't even got to ask me. It's Red Lobster. Like, it's got to be Red Lobster. I fucking love Red Lobster. And I know they're not going to include the drinks, so that's fine. Like, if I could go to Red Lobster, get unlimited food for the rest of my life, and all I got to pay for is the Lobsteritas, oh, yeah, sign me up. We out here. We stupid out here. Don't even trip. Don't even trip. You got this 400 with the quickness. Whoever the owner of Red Lobster is, here you go. 400, easy. How you want it? Singles, tens, hundreds, fifties, big ass titties. Count the green, get in between those titties. But yeah, man, like Olive Garden, shout out to y'all for the courageous and outstanding promo. But no, niggas is not eating there. But y'all ain't doing it for niggas. Like, y'all doing it for y'all demographic. And I hope, like, it's like the lottery. Like, y'all come out and y'all announce the winners of the of the tickets that get, or the winners of the people that get to buy the lifetime passes. Because I would love to see the description. Because I'm sticking with my middle-aged white women from southern states. I'm sticking with that. And now to a less fun topic but always honest and it's something I want to touch on because I've pondered this over the course of a couple years now and it's the simple fact of the matter is true and or pure love does not and cannot exist right because first of all personally I know people that are married that be wildin'. Like, stupid wildin'. And (laughs) y'all niggas is crazy. Like, pure love is that, it's like, it's, it's that 14, 15, 16 year old love, that ignorant love when you don't know any better. Like, it's just as pure as it comes. It's like fucking water, you feel me? Like, 
water from Fiji, which is also tainted, not chemically, but politically. But that's another subject for another day. We'll get into that and all that. Actually, go do some research on that. Make a note. But pure love is that, you feel me? Like, it's not tainted by anything. No outside sources, nothing. No videos, no music. It's just you and your significant other intertwined in this feeling for each other that you've never felt and no pain has ever come to either of you. So you're just caught in this wonderlust of happiness and joy and youthful ignorance. But that can't exist at least for an elongated period of time because we live in a world that's tainted by tainted people. So you get all of these different ideologies on what it is that love is supposed to be or what it is that romance is supposed to be or what it is that relationships are supposed to be. And whether you want to or don't, you're consuming it every day. And at some point, it becomes a compare and contrast with the love that you found. And eventually, you're going to find that the love that you found, maybe, just maybe, isn't good enough to uphold you in the um, realm of happiness in which you thought you found initially, right? And my thing is, as scary as that is, like I always say, happiness is a function of expectation. Shout out to Jacoby. Like, that's the trillest shit. Like, happiness is truly a function of expectation. And the only way to get to a point where your expectations can be set realistically within yourself is to go through it. But to sit up here and tell yourself, oh, this is my true love. Like, what is that even? What is a true love? Can that be defined? Because your true love might only be reserved for your children. Your true love might only be reserved for your pet. It's not necessarily quantified by a person or the existence of a love between two people who are significant others husband and wife wife and wife husband and husband right it isn't explicitly defined as such so for me I don't believe that either of those things exists or can exist based on my expectation because for me like love is work bro like a relationship is work that's a full-time job plus overtime and the benefits are spectacular because when you're doing relationship shit right like the benefits are super dope like better than any healthcare package your employer can ever give you but it's work. There's bliss in there for sure. 
but that bliss is created by the work that you two put in to enjoy each other. You feel me? To be with each other, to hold on to each other, to uphold a vow if you're married, to uphold a vow if you're life partners. Like that's where the true essence of elongated love lies. It's in the workload, you feel me? Like, and by no means has anyone ever walked the earth and said, hey, being with this person for 37 years was the easiest thing I've ever done. Now, it might have been the easiest decision they've ever made, but I'm sure that this has been so hard. You feel me? I'm sure that that shit is hard. Longest relationship I've ever been in is less than two years. And that shit was the hard, one of the hardest things I've ever done. <laughs> so I can only imagine what 10 years, 20 years. I can only imagine what 37 months. You feel me? It's work. And I think it's real ignorant or kind of off kilter or even delusional to say that you believe in true love like just in its essence you feel me like in its most capitalistic form like I think it's really silly now if that gets you out of bed and makes you a better lover by all means do you it's the same way I feel about Christianity or any other religion. If it gets you out of bed and makes you a better person, by all means, do you. But this is my podcast, so we're going to talk about my point of view. Like, even with the Sinhalese, you know, the Indian island off of the south coast of India where they killed John Chow. The guy who claimed that he was going to save them through the power of Christ because it was, quote unquote, Satan's last stronghold. Even they don't have pure love because they have a society set up on that remote island. Maybe we haven't tainted it. The rest of the world, I mean, but they have their own structure, I'm sure, within their compound or they're on their island in which skews or taints pure love. Like even if it's just 59 of them living on that island. Like you feel me? So even in the most remote places, there's no way that love can go purely because like I said, we live in this tainted society. So you have to set your expectations like if you feel like somebody is worthwhile, that you're going to engage with them for the rest of your life, like this is what you've decided to do, then that shit gonna be work. There is no flower bed, there is no field of lilies 24 seven, like it's work, it's hard work. And I just want people to make sure that that's the idea behind like really loving somebody that you're going to put in the effort you're going to march forward with them you're going to stand by them step by step thick and thin 
Like, you're going to hold them the fuck down. You're going to be honest with them. You're going to be trill with them. You're going to tell them not what they need to hear, but what they should be hearing. You feel me? Like, that's love. It's putting on the boots and stumping the grapes to make the wine. It's not sitting at the table getting plump and ordering the wine. And when somebody comes into your life and you can manifest that ideology together, that y'all finna go through it together, or y'all going through it together, and you rather stick it out with them than to go gallivanting off elsewhere, then make sure you keep that same energy for the entirety of your stay. And if ever you feel like you want to put in your two weeks notice, then do that. Then do that. But don't ever let love sell you short on reality. And that's all I wanted to say. But as always, man, thank y'all for listening, for real. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm trying to get a couple special guests on for the next episode. And if not episode 25, episode 26 for sure. But yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, rest in peace, Nikki Stevenson, man. Y'all be safe. I'll talk to you soon.